In this episode, we will be talking about the Spark airdrop and what events transpired over the weekend. You will want to listen to this entire episode because I do answer a lot of questions and I give my personal take on the Spark airdrop. There will be timestamps down in the description below for your convenience. I am not a financial advisor and this is not financial advice. I am the XRP bully. Now, before we get into this, be sure to look down in the description. You will see a link for Coinbase. Sign up for Coinbase.com if you want to buy cryptocurrency. Also, I do have a consulting service that you could take advantage of. I am not a financial advisor, but it is a good service for you to take advantage of if you have any questions related to cryptocurrency or XRP. Now, with all that being said, let's get into the content today. So, I need to put out a disclaimer out there before we get into this content. Number one, I still hold XRP, okay? XRP is number one in my opinion. That is not going to change. Also, this video is not FUD. It is not. Listen to the entire video. Now, let's talk about the Spark token airdrop because what happened over the weekend was very interesting to me. Now, before we begin, I do understand, ladies and gentlemen, that the Spark token is a utility fork just like Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash, similar to Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash, I should say. So I understand what Spark is. I also understand the method to linking your XRP account and pointing it to the Flare networks. I understand all of that, okay? I just wanted to put out that disclaimer. But there are certain things that concern me about this entire airdrop, okay? Now, a lot of people in this community may not want to listen to me, and many don't. But at the end of the day, when I think that something is fishy, more often than not, I'm right. I mean, do you remember the Tridex scam that no one wanted to listen to me about? I'll put a link to that live stream that I did down in the description. But Tridex was a scam and no one wanted to listen to me about it. Where's Tridex now? A lot of people lost money. So I'm not saying that Spark is a scam of any type. It's not a scam, okay? All, for all I'm concerned, Flare Networks is a reputable company. But there are few things that concern me. So, let's begin. This person on Twitter, his Twitter handle is at Wayner665. That is at W-A-Y-N-E-R-665. He posed a question. And I don't think that he thought that this question was going to gain so much popularity. But it reads, Is the Spark airdrop a hoax to poach the largest amount of XRP at once? Link your ledgers up and or move your XRP to the exchanges. Get ready for the airdrop. Here it comes. And he puts a worried face emoji. The XRP is on the ledger. Why do they need a snapshot? They already know hashtag XRP community. So this is a very valid question. Now, do I think that this is some sort of exit scam? No, 
I don't think that. But what was interesting to me was David Schwartz's response to this tweet. And I don't think that this guy <laughs> thought that David Schwartz was going to respond, but he did. And he felt the need to. Now, I'm going to read David Schwartz's tweet. Please pay attention and hold all questions to the end. Now, this video is going to be organized into a quote that David Schwartz says because he says many. It's going to be organized into one quote and then my response. And then another quote and then my response. So, let's read David Schwartz's response. He says that they, which is Flare Networks, just need a mapping of XRP ledger addresses to addresses on their platform. Otherwise, they won't know who to issue the tokens to. So, fair enough. Okay, you need to replace the first two letters of your um, XRP address with a string of zeros. Okay, and that way they will be able to link your XRP Ledger account um, to the, the Flare Network so that they know um, who to send the Spark token to. So, fine, fair enough. But he goes on to say and to um, categorize and to, uh, I guess, describe the risks associated with this. Now, there are two risks to this airdrops and he says that they are the only risks number one if you want to submit the transaction excuse me if you don't want to submit the transaction and instead leave your xrp on an exchange that supports the airdrop you risk that exchange failing or exit scamming so what is he saying here he is saying that if you don't have a ledger, a hardware wallet, or if you don't want to use your hardware wallet for this airdrop, you will have to leave it on an exchange. The problem with that is that the exchange could very well fail. And that is a real possibility. Now, this brings me to my next point. What exchanges are actually involved in the Spark token airdrop? We have to ask this question. So according to XRP CRO, as of October 22nd, 2020, there are about 10 exchanges that are supporting the Spark token airdrop. Now, I have to pose a question. Where's Coinbase? Because we know that Coinbase has inked a partnership, a four-year contract, to work with the United States Secret Service. So if any exchange is more credible to performing or to participating in this airdrop, it would be Coinbase. Why isn't Coinbase participating? That's my first question, okay? That is my first question. And I do believe that Coinbase is one of the most credible exchanges out there because of their partnerships with government. Now, a lot of people will say, hey, that's not the point of cryptocurrency. The point of cryptocurrency is to subvert government. 
that's not my stance at all. I do think that the companies that work with government will be the most successful in the end. That is my stance. Nevertheless, Coinbase is not participating in the Spark token airdrop. Why is that? We don't know. Okay, that's my first question. Now, that, that's my response. Let's go to the next quote that David Schwartz says. So risk number one, to recap, if you want to leave your XRP on the exchange in order for the Flare Networks to send Spark Token to you, then you risk your XRP being lost forever in the case that the exchange fails. And with regulatory clarity, ladies and gentlemen, that is a real possibility. Now, the second risk that David Schwartz elaborates on is this. Number two, if you opt to keep your XRP on the ledger, you risk the tool that you use to sign the transaction to set your destination, somehow stealing your XRP or compromising your secret. So this brings me to my next point. And actually this was my biggest concern about the airdrop. If you want me to be honest with you, this was my biggest concern about the airdrop, the tool being compromised. I am not concerned about the method in which to claim your Spark token. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not messed up on that. What I am worried about is the tool. I'm not worried about the method. I'm worried about the tool. Okay. There is, in my opinion, there is only one tool that is the most quote unquote credible in helping XRP holders point their XRP address to the Flare networks. There's only one tool and that is the tool that was created by Vitsi Vint from the Netherlands. Here it is. If you're looking on YouTube, here it is. This is the tool that most in the XRP community use in order to configure your XRP address and point it to the Flare Network so that the Flare Networks knows how much XRP you hold so that they can give you Spark Token based on the amount of XRP that you hold. Okay? My problem, again, is not in the configuration of your address. It is not in the methodology. It is in the tool itself. I am not saying that Vitsivind is not credible. I am saying that the possibility for this tool to be compromised is there. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And what doesn't put my mind to rest is this disclaimer right here. This disclaimer on the website of the tool that the XRP community 
is using to configure your XRP address so that you can point it to the Flare networks, there is a disclaimer. It reads that I understand this tool is provided on a voluntary and best effort basis. And I indemnify Vitsi Vind, the creator of this tool, the SumWallet, XRP Ledger Labs, from all liability, claims, damages, etc. So, what is my response to all of this? I'm not saying that Vitsi Vind is not credible. In fact, he's very credible. He has done a lot for the XRP community. Very smart guy. The XRP Ledger Foundation. Very great initiative. I'm not, I'm not here to doubt any of that. What I am here to say is that the risk is still there. The risk is still there. The risk for this tool to potentially be compromised if it isn't already is there. And if you don't think so, take a look at Mt. Gox. Mt. Gox was hacked. It was a cryptocurrency exchange that was hacked. So if you don't think that there is a capacity for this tool to somehow have been compromised or to be compromised in the future, then your thought process is naive because at the end of the day, anything could be compromised. Now, you may ask the question, well, how are people like David Schwartz going to claim their Spark token? This is my answer. David Schwartz is not using this tool. David Schwartz isn't using this tool. David Schwartz knows how to point his address to the Flare Networks without using a tool. Like he knows how to do this. VT Vind, same thing. It's us in the XRP community that have to rely on this tool. So I'm not here, again, I'm not here to cast doubt on these people or these organizations. I'm not here to cast doubt at all, really. I'm here to tell you that the possibility of this tool being compromised in the future is definitely there. That's all I'm here to say. And if the tool is compromised, your 24-word key phrase can potentially be used to steal all of your XRP. It can. Now, the next quote that David Schwartz says, it reads, Anytime you perform any transaction on the XRP ledger, you are taking a risk that the tool that you use to sign the transaction will somehow compromise the secret. If your tools are safe and secure, you're safe. 
if you use a tool that you use regularly, there's no additional risk. That's his quote. This is my response. If we're talking about tools, Mr. Schwartz, all tools that can be used to help the XRP community point their address to this Flare Networks, all tools were created within the past month. So in reality, we don't know if any of these tools are safe. We just don't because this is something new. We just don't know. And it's really interesting how he phrased it. His last sentence was, if you use a tool that you use regularly, there's no additional risk. Well, the tool that Vitsi Vendi made, I don't use regularly at all. He made it within the past month. So there is no opportunity to use it regularly. It's a one-time use. So the wording there is very interesting to me. Again, I am not saying that Vitsi Vind is not credible. I'm not saying that David Schwartz is not credible. I'm just here to show you or to tell you my interpretation of what David Schwartz said over the weekend regarding this airdrop. That's all I'm here to say. Okay? Do with this information what you must. But if you ask me, what did I do in response to these strings, to this string of responses from David Schwartz, what I did is that I sent my XRP to a trusted source and I will be destroying my hardware wallet. That's what I'm doing. Again, I'm not saying that I'm getting rid of my hardware wallet. I am saying that I am sending my funds to a trusted source that has a hardware wallet that did not configure their address to claim Spark. And I am destroying my hardware wallet that I did configure to claim Spark. That's what I'm doing. I'm not saying to don't use, to not use hardware wallets. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that what I did is that I sent my funds to a trusted source that has a hardware wallet. They have a hardware wallet but they did not participate in this Spark token airdrop. They did not participate in the configuration of their address. And I'm destroying my ledger that was configured. That's what I'm doing. Now, another thing has transpired in this community which is very interesting. Many of us have been receiving texts. These are spam text messages claiming that they are ledger.com 
and saying that our firmware has a critical vulnerability with the risk of losing assets. Please visit and they give you a link and, and, and they tell you to update your Ledger Live app. This is a phishing scam. And I am reading this picture posted by Rose XRP. These are scams. Now, something interesting has came across my table. I configured my address to claim Spark Token. I received a text. I know people that have not configured their address and they did not receive a text. I am not saying that these two events are related. I am asking you, the XRB community, to let me know whether or not you've received a text like this and whether or not you have actually configured your address to receive Spark. Because I want to know if these two events are related. If not, that's fine. I don't think they are, but I just have to pop the question because all of this seems very strange to me. This weekend was very strange. All this seems very strange to me. So I just have to pop the question. Again, I'm not here to spread fun. I'm only here to give you my interpretation of what I'm seeing on Twitter. And if you're not already on Twitter, please, Get a Twitter account and follow me at the XRP Bully. Definitely do that. Okay? I'm not here to spread fun. But nevertheless, let me know what you think down in the comments. Because I'm very interested in your input. I'm very interested in the input of the XRP community. Okay? Because a lot is going on and I'm afraid that some of us are going to lose their funds because of something innocent, seemingly innocent. Lastly, there's yet another event that I am very leery of, and that is the creation of Flare Finance. Flare Finance. What is Flare Finance? So Flare Finance, and I haven't made a video on this, but Flare Finance is supposedly a company that provides some sort of service. Let's just say that. And the reason why I'm not going to get too much into Flare Finance is because there's really not much information on Flare Finance but their business name is called Flare Finance. Their logo is literally similar to the official logo of the Flare Networks. The Flare Networks is not doing anything to tell this company to change their logo. And on top of that, if you go to the Flare Finance website, there's no information on the team. So we don't even know 
who is behind Flare Finance. Additionally, because of the work of select members in this community, who I will not name and I will keep private, they've done an IP address lookup and found out that the IP address that registered the domain name for Flare Finance is located in Panama. It was registered from Panama. Panama, ladies and gentlemen. Not the United States, not, the Euro not a European country, not an Asian country, Panama. Okay? So, all this being said, oh, and lastly, they use a name cheap domain name. And if you don't know about name cheap domain names, I'm not, I'm not going to get into that. But if you don't know about them, those are domain names that usually scammers use in order to facilitate their scams, in order to support their scams, okay? So all of this is smelling like a scam to me. Mind you, Flare Finance is not affiliated with the official Flare Networks. They're not affiliated with each other at all. However, Flare Finance has a logo that is eerily similar to the logo of the Flare Networks. They use a name cheap domain name, which many scammers use. They have Flare in their name. And also their domain name is registered in Panama. So already all of this is seeming like a scam to me. I could smell a scam from a mile away. No one wanted to listen to me about the Tridex scam. Where's Tridex now? A lot of people in the community, I'm not going to name names, participated in that scam. I tried warning as many people as I could, but I can't warn everybody. No one wanted to listen to me. Where's Tridex now? It, that was an exit scam. So I'm not saying that Flare Finance is a scam or is not a scam. All I'm saying is that this seems like a scam to me. To me. I've been right before, but doesn't mean that I will always be right. In fact, I'm more wrong than I am right. In the grand scheme of things, really. But... When it comes to scams, I could smell a scam from a mile away. I haven't been wrong about a scam before. I know what a scam looks like. This looks like a scam. So all of this to say that the XRP community needs to be careful. Greed will take out a lot of you. Don't be greedy. I don't mind missing out on Spark Token if it means keeping my XRP in one place, if it means not messing with my Ledger hardware wallet because too much is going on right now. Too much. 
You can take the risk if you want to. But as for me, that's not a risk I'm willing to take. Okay? Again, I'm not saying that Flare Networks is a scam. I'm not saying that. I'm just here to be the messenger. I'm just the messenger. I'm just showing you the information. I'm giving you my take on this information. And I'm letting you decide what to do with all of this information. Okay? Now, with all of that being said, Thank you so much for listening to this entire episode. I will be back tomorrow with more news on everything in the XRP and cryptocurrency community. Be careful, stay vigilant, and don't be greedy. I'm the XRP Bully, signing out.